In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles, The Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England Zone Van Helsink. And with me, my co-host, all the way from the snow-ridden plains of East Bridgewater, the blonde bombshell herself, Rungway Ann Kerrigan. Well, good evening, Ron. How are you? What? Crappy weather. <laughs> oh, it's great. I, I think uh, it's more like the frozen tundra out here. Mm, it's something, that's for sure. Yeah. But good news. Yes. Because we know that little rodent poked his little head up out of the ground, <laughs> and he tells us that spring is just six weeks away. Oh. Yahoo! Yay, yeah. I know, yeah. he's He's right on top of things, isn't he? He really? knows his stuff. I ain't kidding. You know, I mean, you I, I've been following him for a long time. Actually, you know, I'm a big fan of his. Really? And Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Poxatani Phil, huh? Poxatani Phil, right? Yeah. Him and I go way back. Yeah. I knew, <laughs> oh, I, really? I knew, his, I knew his father. You knew him way, you knew him when, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, he's been pretty accurate, I have to admit. You know, you know really? when when his father died, and, and, and that's a shame because uh, Poxatani uh, Phyllis, Oh, excuse me, that was before the sex transplant uh, change. <laughs> uh, but uh, he was very accurate, but uh, I was a little worried when his, uh, you know, son took over Pucks County Phil there, and, and I wasn't yeah. concerned, but, you know, the, Junior, the guys... You live up, huh? No, he's a chip off the old block, though. He did a great... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How could he see... How could he possibly see his shadow? Did you see any sun today? Wait a minute. It's right. not what he sees because he's a groundhog. groundhog. It's with those funny-looking guys in the hats. <laughs> those ridiculous-looking... They look like the um, Monopoly man. Uh, I think I they look kind of cool, to tell you the truth. The Monopoly dude. And <laughs> Do not pass go. If you say so. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I really think they're pretty cool. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I was thinking of getting one of those myself. Well, where else can you wear a top hat, right? Uh, to my Halloween parties. Laugh at you. <laughs> to my this Halloween parties. Yeah, Halloween works, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyways, then. Yes, Ron? What, what do you know about the Chinese Zodiac? Um, other than what I see on the placemats in front of me at the Chinese restaurant, nothing. Yeah, you know, placemats at the Chinese restaurant. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Nothing. And speaking of that, that, that's what called us to my attention because I went to my favorite Chinese restaurant. My wife and I did uh, was it two weeks ago, actually. Uh, Hong Kong, it's called. And Hong the Kong? Hong Kong. And the reason I like it is because, like, they have the uh, shrimp puff sandwiches, which are not many Chinese restaurants have because they take a lot of work to make. Mm-hmm. I don't think and I've the, ever heard of them. Oh, they're absolutely awesome. I guess you make them the night before. I think they're actually like pieces of toast with uh, the shrimp crap in the inside, and that they deep fry them. And I mean, oh you can my only, god! You can only eat them like when they're hot, and they're like superb. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And they're but not after, heated up, right? Yeah, but yeah. you know they don't they don't reheat. But anyways, according Ew. to According to the placemat I stole from the uh, Hong Kong, <laughs> yeah. uh, the Chinese zodiac consists of 12-year cycle, each year of which is named after a different animal that imparts distinctive characteristics to that year. Mm-hmm. Many Chinese believe that the year of a person's birth is the primary factor in determining that person's personality traits, physical and mental attributes and a degree wow. of success and happiness throughout his lifetime. Wow, that's pretty heavy stuff. Yeah. Isn't any zodiac like that though? No, 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 no. no. The Chinese ones are like superb. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So anyways, I, I'm I'm gonna put myself out there and uh, no. I'm gonna find my freaking date on this thing and uh-huh. uh, you know I think uh, I'm the rabbit. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're the rabbit? Yeah. You go to a lot of Chinese restaurants, do you? <laughs> I I'm have just saying, my, you know what I mean? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so that means you were born in either 1939, Okay. So were you born in one of those years? I was. Okay. And I so will you, not tell you which one. It doesn't matter. So there. Because it applies to all of them because They're it's a 12-year cycle. So here's the deal. I'm yeah. going to actually tell you what this Chinese placemat says, and if you've already been there, you already know, <laughs> because they should be all the same in all the Chinese restaurants, right? Right. Right. Absolutely. It says, luckiest of all signs... You are also talented and articulate, affectionate yet shy. You seek peace throughout your life. Marry a sheep or a boar. <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, so they say. <laughs> I marry a sheep or a boar. Oh, year. The year. But you're, okay. you're, you're opposite right. of the cock. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. I'm just what I'm saying. I'm just what I'm saying. Okay, so does that fit you? Um, it's a great place to be, isn't it? Is that <laughs> does that fit fit you? That's what I really want to know. And mm, it does. Uh, it does. Are you, uh, you talented and articulate? I think so. Are you affectionate? I have no clue, nor do I want to know. <laughs> uh, yet shy. Yeah, you are a bit shy, and you I can see be. peace throughout your life. I think you are. You just like I do. Damn, stuck with it. <laughs> That's right. I think that's a really, really accurate reading. Are you serious? Whatever. Yes. Am Do you I know serious? what sign your husband is? He's also a rabbit. So, oh, okay. See, I married wrong. 
If married drunk, there yep. you go. Yeah. Well, uh, that okay. goes to tell you. So when he comes home, I'll have to let him know. I don't know. So I'm looking. I'm looking for my particular uh, zodiac animal, as I so do speak to you. And I should know it since I read it every time I go into the freaking say, Chinese restaurant. You love this place. You must know it by heart. Come on. Yeah. Come on. How come I can't find her on a hill? What did I not exist? You pre- you pre-exist the Chinese zodiac. <laughs> I pre-existed the Chinese zodiac. That can't be good, can it? <laughs> Huh? Come on. Come on, there. Oh, I found me. Yay. I am you? the ox. The ox? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. 19, if you were born in 1937, 1949, 1961, 1973, 1985, 1997, or 2009, which would make you two years old. And if you're reading, watching this show at night, come on, parents. <laughs> Step up to the plate. Come on. Get your yeah. So, anyways, it says, I am bright, patient, and Inspiring to others. Well, it hits her right on the nose to me. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you can be happy by yourself. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> Yet you make an outstanding parent. Oh, that's not oh, what my son says. Oh, all right. Ron, it says I should, marry the, I should marry the snake of the cock. <laughs> <laughs> but the sheep could bring me trouble. <laughs> Well, so there you go. Say the rabbit could bring you trouble. So you're yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you're anyways, if anybody anybody wants to know their their uh, zodiac thing, they can just give me the date. I mean, not the just the year they were born, and either uh, go into the Parex. No, we're not in the Parex. We're in the uh, Dojinet chat room, or you can call in at eight seven seven eight six four four eight six nine eight seven seven eight six four four eight six nine, and I will. Uh, uh, let you know if it fits you. So, I, I mean, I, that was fairly accurate with, with, with me, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm happy with that. And, and you were fairly accurate according to this. So, so two out of two, I think we're right on this thing anyways. <laughs> so there you go. Anyways, uh, we have a guest, believe it or not, tonight. We and, do. Yeah, we do. And, and he's he, being very patient. And he's a wicked smart guy. A wicked smart. Yeah, but I'm sure he doesn't go for Chinese food, though, so... I, I don't know. Does. So with, without any doubt, why don't we bring him on any further? He is Mr. EVP himself, Mr. Mike Markwitz. Konnichiwa. Hello. Hey, what's up? How are you? <laughs> Konnichiwa. 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 See, I told, you he does, I told you he does Chinese. Domo-san. That's Chinese, I'm sorry. Yeah, whatever. No, Japanese. Konnichiwa is Japanese. Whatever. Well, you can say that when we have sushi. So, Mike... Mike, do you know your uh, do you know your sign or uh, I mean your zodiac sign of the chance? Yeah, yeah, you're the dragon. You are oh, the dragon. Dragon. Yeah. You are the dragon. Because you're just a little bit younger than me. Yeah, so sure. I knew you weren't the rabbit. Okay, so let's let's see if this is accurate for Mr. Uh, Mike Markowitz. Okay, the dragon. If you were born in 1940, 1952, 1964, 1976. 1988, 2000, or 2012. Huh? Yeah, yeah. 2012? How the hell do you do that? They're planning that. You were born in 2012. I, well, never mind. Listen, they got to use these calendars, these these placemats for a long time, right? I guess so. The profile of the show is based on a
<laughs> there you go. I mean, hey, a lot of people don't go to Chinese restaurants. This is it's my job to go out there and get this information out to them. <laughs> so checking this out. All right, let's let's see if it it, it, uh, it hits you like it uh, got got the rabbit and the tiger here. Uh, it says you are eccentric. Hey, <laughs> and your life is complex. You have a very passionate nature and abundant health. Marry the monkey and the rat. <laughs> Avoid the dog. <laughs> Avoid the dog. I always do. Avoid the dog. So I don't. I don't know, Ann. You know Mike a little bit more than I do. Does that fit? Is he eccentric and is his life complex? Yes, I think. Yeah, okay. that's okay. I I think so. The, the second half of this, I, I will definitely agree that you are very passionate nature. I, I believe you are that. Absolutely. Although pe- people say that, you know, he's kind of laid back and everything, but I, I know it's, you are a very passionate about your EVPs and so forth, which we, we eventually will talk about after I, I get done with this thing, if it ever does. But anyways, <laughs> if anybody wants to know uh, their uh, sign, certainly they can call in at 877-864-4869, or they certainly can join us in the Tojinet chat room. And I see one already, and it says, Do the Year of the Snake. Woo. So, Year of the Snake, yeah. and that would be Michelle. Hey. Michelle! Michelle is, Michelle is, is listening from uh, Tennessee. And, nice. Oh, hi, yeah. Michelle. Yeah. She's a long-time listener. And she's hi, everybody cop. in the chat. She's a cop, too. She's a cop? Yeah, so behave yourself. Ooh, okay. I love, girl, love a woman in a uniform. In uniform. Let's, let's not get into that. Yeah, okay. Okay, so if you were born in 1941, 1953, 1965, 1977... 1989 or 2001, you are a snake. Okay. It says you are wise and intense with the tendency towards physical beauty. What did I tell you? Huh? Woohoo! Vain and high tempered. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> the boar is your enemy. Hmm. Oh. And the cock and the ox are your best signs. So there you go. Ah, Michelle, I don't know if that fits you, but does does it fit you? Are you uh, so vain? You you think I wrote the song about you, or is is that the story there or not? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, Well, she can't answer. I know. That's the good thing. (laughs) Oh, my God. This thing is not going to go away. We have another request from the uh, Tojanette chat room for 1980, and that would be the monkey. Sorry, Mike. You're just going to have to hang on there, dude. Sorry, buddy. Go ahead. <laughs> we we, we got to take care of this important business first. Yeah, I mean, it's people, really important. People yeah. want to know. Hey, what, what course it is? It's the year of the rabbit. You know, I mean, just because you're set with life, a lot of people don't know their symbols. This is really important stuff. Okay. It's our job as the press to go out there and push it home. So, anyways, right. um, Eric uh, actually asked for this. That little. Anyways, it is the monkey. Uh, If you were born in 1944, 1956, 1968, was that a monkey sign? I'm sorry. 1980, 1992, or 2004, you are a monkey. Hey, you little monkey, you. Hey, wait a minute. Let me click on the little monkey thing on the chat room. Do we have it? There he is. Uh, We do. Okay, put that baby up there. There it is. There it is. All right, cute. 
Okay, so this is you, uh, Eric. Uh, you are very intelligent and are able to influence people. Uh, an enthusiastic achiever, and you are easily discouraged and confused. I always knew he was confused. <laughs> it says, avoid the tiger and the seek the dragon or the rat. Oh. So there you go. Hey, don't, so he can don't know the mic, right? I guess. There you go. I guess. If, if somebody's not lying. Mm. <laughs> you think he's lying about his age? I um, don't know. <laughs> uh, Michelle says she's not vain but quick to anger. There you go. Oh, she thought I was a bore. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and she has a gun, and she's quick to anger, but watch out. Yeah, anyway. Okay, so can we talk business now? Yeah, but, but 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 let me say this: If anybody does want to uh, know their particular sign or anything, certainly uh, they can go into the Tojanet chat room or the call us at eight seven seven eight six four four eight six nine, and we will certainly answer your questions because we are here for you. We're here to help. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Proxy Corner Pete. It says only six more weeks of winter. That's good. So I'm wondering if Mike got any EVPs telling us when the spirits believe the winter is coming. I mean, spring is coming. No. No, I know I have, unfortunately. Not lately. Let me ask you this, Mike, Uh, which is, you know, just as I was sitting here, it it came to me. uh, Would or have you ever got warnings or perhaps omens uh, of things to come from EVPs? Uh, no. No, I haven't. Uh, most, most of the um, voices just indicate that it's communication between themselves a lot of the time, and then sometimes there are direct answers to questions like, you know, um, I don't know, they, they observe you. You know, they'll, they'll say something about, what you're doing, or they'll call my name, or something like that. But yeah. they don't, nothing, nothing futuristic, nothing, um, you know, nothing, nothing to set the set future events in motion for me, or change your path that you're on, or anything like that. Um, right. No, 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 winner, no winners of the Super Bowl or anything like that. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, no lotteries. No, no, nothing uh, like that okay. because it doesn't right. have anything. It has nothing to do with your. Uh, personal growth, uh, personal spiritual growth, or the path that you're on. So, um, you know, I've never heard of anybody getting numbers from a lottery and winning. Uh, right. Okay. Right. Although I or, did actually, or actually about the, or anything about the doom. At least I haven't recorded. I have heard of it though. Um, I have a, a friend in the field who um, says that there is, um, you know, doom and gloom ahead. But um, you know, I don't. I personally haven't recorded anything. Okay, so mostly what you tap into with your EVPs is conversation between the spirits amongst themselves, or is it just comments about you, or do they ever directly, of course, I know they directly attempt to communicate or or answer questions that you do ask as well, right? Yeah, they do. um, It's it's rare that you get um, answers to questions. A lot of times they'll say something, and it may have something to do with... um, you know, the place that you're in, the person who died, passed on in the house or the building or um, something of that nature. Um, sometimes they'll comment amongst themselves. Like uh, um, I was actually doing a, um, a town hall 
and I had the table set up with all my gear on it. And uh, they commented on my equipment. You know, they're, they're saying something like, you know, look at the gear. Mm-hmm. And I, I listened to it. I'm like, gear, do they mean gear as in equipment or the gear as in, you know, machinery? I'm like, no, it's got to be my, my equipment that I have set up. And they were commenting on it. You know, there was, there was one spare talking to another, and the EVP came through with that. I thought that was pretty cool. Okay, that, that brings up a whole new can of beans, actually, or worms or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. is... They use the word gear. Now, gear is is not an old word. It's a, a fairly new word if you're describing equipment uh, that you're setting up. So uh, what is this? Is this an indication that this spirit is a fairly newly passed uh, spirit, or, or is it a, an older spirit, perhaps, that has learned the lingo? Right. It's somebody who understands the way we speak or or has um, you know memory of using that that speech, you know, gear is being, um, you know, a bunch of equipment is, is being gear. So it's it's probably somebody who just understands the uh, the language as we would speak it, not like uh, old speaking. Like we used to speak old English way back in the day, and we all came from England, at least the United States. So and then it transformed into our own uh, speech after that. But um, speech is a funny thing, Ron. You know what I mean? It's uh, using words and um, phrases and whatnot, um, you know, some some words go back. You know, obviously, all our words go back for so old. But gear is being uh, the meaning that also means more than one thing. Like you know, gear on a wheel or a hub or a uh, right. And also meaning electronic equipment. You know, it's I would imagine it's relatively new, probably within a hundred years. So. <clears throat> you probably say that that person's at least that old, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> and and just because, I mean, so you got an EVP that referred to gear. It doesn't mean necessarily, I mean, you talk about spirits that might pop in and out um, in different places. So just because you got something that said, look at the gear, doesn't mean it, it's a spirit particular to that location, Right. I mean, it yeah. wouldn't have had to be, it didn't have to be someone who lived, you know, in the Hobart mansion. Right. Which is where we were. Because people, people come and go. And, right. you know, it could be someone who died last week, who knows? Right, right. Absolutely. They come in, they go. Because, you know, motion and traveling mm-hmm. uh, and, and time is, you know, it's huge in that world. It's completely different. So I think that, you know, they pick up information just like we learn in our lives, so do they. So, you know. So, so let me let me ask you this. I mean, uh, why are they so cryptic with their answers in the EVP? Why don't we get more definitive information from them? You know, like, I'm, uh, you know, I'm Ron Kolick. Uh, you know, I died of old age. Uh, you know, I like your shirt. I mean, I mean, wh- wh- why don't they carry on a conversation that makes sense a lot of times, rather than these little one little uh, crypto things that we have to kind of decipher ourselves? Right. Well, I think I think part of it is that there are certain rules that they have to abide by, um, and it deals with information. Information well, wait, wait, wait. Is- oh, that opens a whole. I mean, rules. I mean, this is. I mean, is that just trying to? Explain something because we don't know what it. I mean, we don't know the answer, so we say that there's rules. I mean, rules from yeah. who? From who? Well, it's well, it's an unspoken rule. I mean, it's it's one of those things where 
you know, in that in that world, there's there's a lot of um, you know. The knowledge that they have is completely different than the knowledge that we have. I agree. We can we can ascertain so much, only so much, from what they tell us, how their voices sound, and who they are by what's represented in the recordings. So, I mean, it's the biggest form of paranormal evidence that you can capture. So, study that information. And what do you get out of it? And most of the time, it's conversation between themselves, and um, they don't really. They don't really tell you the secrets of the universe. They're not, you know, saying, "Oh well, you know, there's there's other layers that are involved." There are books out there. I think Sarah Estep's books. Um, she wrote a couple of them. That um, her spirits that she contacted give her a lot of information, tell her all about what heaven is like, and there's different levels right. and travel. Um, me personally, I haven't recorded that kind of stuff. You know. It doesn't say it doesn't mean that that stuff that she wrote down isn't valid. It, it just means that these are the the responses that she received. Um, me personally, I just think that there's there's certain rules that apply that they can't just give us the secrets of the universe uh, because it could change the path of life that you're on. You know, what I mean, everyone has their road they have to travel down, and they have life that they have to experience. And if you you go messing around with it and muck it up you're going to change the path that somebody is on. If they choose that path on their own, then I think there's more that can be given to that person, but it's because it's the path that they've already chosen. But for somebody who's not looking to go down that road, they're not going to start dumping all the spiritual information on just to change their uh, their life. I, so I, I, know, part. I, I know, but it, it's like this rule thing, once again, for instance, when I first met... Maureen, and she told me that there were spirits everywhere and everything else. I mean, you've got to remember, I was a non-believer in the beginning. And she told, so I says, well, so if you're in the bedroom and you're fooling around, you've got spirits watching you, or, or if you're <laughs> taking a shower or you're in a bathroom, spirits Possibly. are watching you. And, and she Possibly. says, no, because they can't break the comic line. And yet, it, you know, is that just an explanation that we accept? try to use to, to make ourselves feel better, or perhaps um, I, I know that that I've actually read into spirits who were, uh, I considered perverts, that, that actually would spy on people in showers, and, and children would see the, the spirit and, and tell their mother, and, and the, the curtain would move, and a lot of other things, and I know at least two cases where uh, if there was a comic line, they certainly violated it. So, uh, right. I, 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 I think there's so much we don't know. It, it's it, it's hard to put it all in neat little category. Oh my God, it's break time already. Anyways, yeah. we'll be right back. Uh, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles: The Next Generation with Ann Carrigan and Ron Kolick. Our special guest is Mike Marquatz, and we'll be right back at the following messages. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. The American Rock and Roll Countdown with Alex Price. Now this Saturday morning, we're going to count them down one more time from number 40 all the way to number one with the official Classic Hits Countdown, the American Rock and Roll Countdown. 
We'll count down the biggest hits of the 70s with interviews and artist information, news, weather, sports, you name it, we'll have it this Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern, right here on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown. The American Rock and Roll Countdown on Toginet. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Craig Deswalt and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Craig Deswalt is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from their competition. Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps, check out the website, CraigDeswalt.com, so you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people come to you to buy your services and products. Then, get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Deswalt. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Tugginet.com. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with our guest, Michael Markowitz. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Hey, you are back. <laughs> uh, we actually have another request for a Zodiac sign in the chat room, so oh, it's our job. So it's a perfect uh, time after the break. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Anna Ron. Our special guest is Mike Quackrotz, and we are reading the Chinese Zodiac signs. If somebody wanted to know what the year 1970, what was it, 71? Yeah. 71? I was in college in 71, believe it or not. Thanks. Yeah. So what was 1971? Oh, I have to find out, don't I? I yeah. <laughs> Leslie wanted to know. Was it Leslie? I think so. Okay. Somebody I'm almost did. there. I got it. It's it's not the pig, it's the boar. Oh, did we? Didn't we already hear the boar? Oh, no, no we, we didn't. The ox. That, would, that would be boring if we did. <laughs> so if you were born in 1947, 1959, 1971, 1983, 1995, or 2007... Uh, which would put you about four years old. Okay. Uh, you are noble and chivalrous. 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 That too. Your yeah. friends will be lifelong, yet you are prone to be, oh, prone to marital strife. Mm. Mm. A- avoid other boars and marry the rabbit or the sheep. All right. There you go. Actually, Linda asked for 1971. None. There you go, Linda. So, so, Linda, is that true? Uh, I mean, you have marital problems. You can tell uh, Dr. Ron. You can tell us all in the chat room. <laughs> all right. We, all right or we, or we could actually have Mike do an EVP right now and see if we, the spirits will answer this question first. But we won't. Okay. Okay. So, so what were we talking about? We were talking about a lot of things, uh, the comic line and uh, different things. The comic line. But I anyways. Think, I think the comic line is a real thing, and... Um, you know, with um, with experiencing um, you know, the study of EVPs and uh, understanding for myself, understanding that they uh, they come from spirit activity. Um, you know, having interaction with spirits is um, is a whole other ball game altogether. And when it happens to you, you know it to be real, 
And you know, I've had I've had a lot of different experiences, a lot of interactions, physical interactions with spirits, and um, you know some were good and some were bad, right. and it's 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 very real. Um, but the overall thing that um, that I'm finding is is that there's a lot of uh, common ideas and a lot of common things that are associated with EVPs that I'm starting to find out from other researchers. Uh, well, like uses, what? Well, let's say, for instance, about this, this comic line that you're talking about, right. um, the different levels of existence where, um, obviously, we live on a, on a separate plane and the spirits live on a separate plane. If they didn't, then we'd be seeing them all together all, all the time. But they, um, they obviously exist somewhere. They're just not in our uh, plane of existence. They're in another place. So we know there's a different realm for those people. So they themselves have different realms that they can also ascend to. So it's a continuation. Um, with this comic line, there were bad people, there were good people in the next world, and that world is right next to ours, so they, sh- they can share in our world because it's so close. And the, the bad people will you know, watch you in the bathroom, and the good people won't because they understand that it's a private moment and they'll leave you alone. Just like you would, Ron, if you saw somebody uh, in a private moment and you were you know, in their home as a spirit, you probably wouldn't hang around and watch them. You might, you might leave and say, well, it's not for me. Because there's, other, there's certain information that comes with being a spirit. It's not just, you know, you're just you're by yourself and you're all alone, but there's certain things that come to light that uh, come naturally to you. It's not, the, you know, the knowledge of the universe, but it's certain things like personal space and um, interaction between people that becomes evident when you meet them. Mm-hmm. So, so you have you have recorded, I bet you, thousands, thousands of EVPs, Mike, right? Correct. Yeah, I've got probably four thousand or more clips of EVPs. Okay. So, in, in any of those instances, uh, any that you would consider, um, uh, as I would consider, guardian angels or, or spirits that have come back with a message for either you or, or somebody you were with at the time that was recorded? Um, in in the presence of the voice itself, I would have to say uh, <clears throat> yes, um, but to the extent of someone was letting, letting me know that they were there continually. <clears throat> and they do this by saying my name over and over again when I record. Almost every time I do a recording session, there's a female spirit that says my name. She's always whispering my name. It's either Mike or it's a Michael. Usually it's a Michael. Hey, Michael. You know, but it's almost always Michael. And I've got um, dozens and dozens and dozens of recordings of a female saying uh, my name. So what does that tell me? That tells me that there is somebody who's around me an awful lot because she right. continues to show up on these recordings. Right. So is it, is it a guardian angel? I don't, I don't know. You can't or say. Or spirit guides. Some, some people like to refer to them as spirit guides. Uh, right. yeah, the, that's, that's a twist to this, though, Ron. Uh, it's actually an event that happened to me rather um, recently. In fact, uh, on January 1st of this year, um, I actually saw my first ghost. Really? Mm. Yeah. It was in my house. Very cool. Uh, in your own house? Yeah, and it was a female, and she, uh, let me just back up a little bit. I was looking into um, alpha um, alpha waves, beta waves, theta waves, uh, states of mind, states of consciousness, and right. um, 
using using music that has um, alpha waves embedded in it. Correct. And I was listening to something I got that I got from the internet with a set of headphones on, and um, it was getting late by about eleven thirty at night, and uh, I had the TV on or it was on very low, and I'm listening to the music, and then right next to the TV there appeared a woman. And she was just standing there. She had a um, what appeared to be a black leather skirt and a white top you know, with buttons down the front. Uh, I couldn't see her from the knees down or from the shoulders up, but she was just standing there looking at me. And, um, you know, after seeing that, it kind of like, you know, my eyes bolted open and I took a deep breath in and it faded away and it was just gone, instantly gone. Wow. That's amazing. Now that was a female. It wasn't. A, it wasn't anybody else. It was a female, and I'm recording this female over and over again. You know, mm. I think I've become I've become somewhat clairaudient doing this work. I hear them live. Um, they say my name. You know, most of the time it's a woman. She just comes in. She whispers my name, and I hear it. And um, I have one instance where somebody else heard it as well. But now it's it has stepped up to seeing spirits now. I've, I've kind of like. It being pushed in the right direction, so I need to continue with it. Right. So I'm now getting into the visual aspect of the EVPs. I, I think that uh, the, the more you deal with the supernatural and, and spirit world, uh, the, the more open you become. I, I think uh, for several reasons. One, they, they finally realize that they have an audience, uh, someone who wants to contact them, and, and so therefore they make themselves more well-known to you than they would someone who they weren't sure about. True. Um, I think that, you know, if they know that, it, you know, if you have questions and you seek the knowledge, you'll, you'll get the answers, you know, in, in almost anything that you do in life. And I am, I am geared towards um, communication. I'm geared towards spirituality and, and becoming more, um, more close to their world as best, best, the best you can. I think it just helps the field of EVP. Um, you know, it, it, um, it, as a person, it's, you know, not only have I become clairaudient, but, you know, hearing the, hearing the voices, it's not a lot. I don't hear them every day. I don't hear all these messages. I just hear my name. Um, but I also become somewhat intuitive. You know, it's like rec- recognizing when things are going to happen and you, and you go ahead and follow through with it, and, and those things come out to be a very positive event. Mm-hmm. That is a... Um, that is an ops. Uh, it's a gift of studying spirit and studying EVPs. Um, but a funny, funny correlation, Ron. If I just just take a minute, uh, just to quickly explain this, um, I I've, I'm starting to read some books in the field of uh, EVP, and I came across this one called "Every Place I Go Is Haunted" by Richard Smith, and mm-hmm. it has a CD that comes along with it. Um, in my book, um, EVP, you know, Massachusetts Ghostly Voices, it's basically the same format which I found very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, the book that he wrote came out in 2003, and, you know, which was you know, years before mine did, and I had never seen this book. But he talks about a lot of things that um, I talk about in my book, which I thought were unique experiences, you know, unique personal experiences that I had. So I wrote about them, but come to find out that there's other people who have the exact same experiences. One of them is that studying EVP close enough, you become clear audience. And he mm-hmm. states this book. Imagine that somebody else saying that you become clear audience by studying EVPs. Now I have, you know, I'm in my seventh year of studying this stuff, and I've never heard anybody tell me that you know you're going to become clear audience by hearing voices live in this world if you continue to study it. 
which is absolutely crazy. Um, but that's part of his personal experience. I mean, he's got other ones also, um, you know, other theories or other things that have happened to him that I have the same personal experiences with. And um, I ended up contacting him through email because in the book it's, it has the, um, the Paratexas, it's www.paratexas.com website, and I contacted him and he gave me his phone number and I talked to him one day mm -hmm. um, just a couple months ago. Actually, it was right before Christmas. And um, I talked to him just over an hour and he told me that I was going to see spirits. Um, I didn't know, I didn't know that, you know, what he was saying was going to be true, was going to come true, but he was absolutely right. Um, just weeks after talking to him, I saw my first spirit, and that was on January 1st. And um, I don't know how he knew that, but he's been doing, he's been doing this work for 13 years, and uh, he must have sensed something um, in my discussion with him that would tell him that, hey, you know what, this guy's going to see something. And, and coincidentally, I also saw another spirit um, just uh, weeks later of a little girl in my house as well that um, both my wife and daughter have seen. Huh. We actually have a question from the chat room from uh, Michelle, and she wanted to know, did you know your house was haunted before you uh, had this experience? Yeah, we. Um, there was a, um, a former, former owner of the house passed away in, in the house. Now, this house goes back to um, about 1830, and... Um, there's a lot of people that have, uh, I'm sure, died in this house. Most people died in their homes way back right. then, right. all the way up to the 1800s. So it's not uncommon for old houses like this to have, um, you know, wakes in the house and burials, uh, you know, in the backyard. <laughs> not that right. there is anybody in my backyard, I hope, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Haven't dug anybody up gardening yet, huh? Not yet. <laughs> Actually. You say that, although, you know, I find... Um, Every time I uh, I do a garden, I dig up a garden. I find marbles and I find horseshoes. Well, that, oh, yeah. Okay, that would make sense, anyways. Actually, yeah. I've lost plenty of doggies in the in the ground. We would uh, get yeah. We at at the house that I you grew up in, which is two hundred over two hundred years old at this point. Marbles all over the place. So. That was what they did, I guess. So. Right, right. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. what they played back then. But uh, the interesting thing, uh, I lost my whole track of thought of what that was, which no, was sorry. pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, no, that's all right. Uh, yeah, I know well, a lot. Yeah, it's a progression of, of studying spirituality. Now, this is this is something that's very, very cool, and I'm, I'm sure that there are other you know EVP researchers out there. They have um, very similar experiences and Maybe they they haven't met anybody um, yet that has shared those similar experiences. Uh, I'm sure it happens to most people that you know you, you start listening to them enough and they start coming into the world. I mean, I had a I had a, a female spirit say my name while I was at work, and somebody else who was sitting in back of me asked me, you know, who who was that? And they <laughs> heard it too. Um, that's yeah. crazy. That now, uh, yeah, and as an aside on this. Um, the, the gentleman that where Mike is talking about, Richard Smith, um, I actually, you know, I had said, we were talking about him the other day, and I said, what a fantastic guest he would be. Um, and Mike said, send him an email. So I did. And he got back to me and said, he's not doing interviews right now, but he's doing some really interesting experiments with EVPs um, for the next three to six months. And he sent me a link um, that they actually have a spirit 
um, who is directly communicating with them. Really? Right. Now that's a connect. That's a connectivity that you can obtain once you make um, the right spiritual connection. You, you have to see. This is the whole thing. It goes all the way back when I first started doing this stuff. I always said that. You know, it's the person that completes the circuit for anybody that's doing EVP work. You know, some people get really good recordings. They get lots and lots of them. And other people that are standing right next to them, you know, they might get only a couple. Even though they're standing right next to them, it's because of the connectivity between the person and the spirit. Mm-hmm. And Rich, Richard told me that he gets anywhere from 40 to 60 EVPs within a five-minute period. Mm. Think about that's that. Now, talk about connection. That's, that's like a like a... Like a party line. <laughs> Mike, Mike, are you, Mike, are you on a cell phone? Uh, I'm on, yeah, I'm on my uh, my cell phone. Yep. Okay, because I, I do. I am getting uh, definitely voices um, from your phone. Really? Yeah. Uh, other than my own, you mean? Other than your own. That's yeah, funny. So on, it's only me. <laughs> oh, there you go. That woman, oh. she wants to get in. <laughs> yeah, she, she. This is the thing now. Um, you know. I need to establish, like, I need to take the next step and establish a, um, a contact that will work with me now. And um, it's, it's the work of my own personal path now. It, um, it becomes a personal level because, you know, when you're on your deathbed, you, you have nothing except yourself and you're about to go on the next stage of, your, of, of life, your life's, your life's journey. And that's what you need to be concerned with more than anything is your own personal path and spiritual growth, not, not fame, not money. You know, you, you don't need the pot of gold in this life. You just need to understand the spiritual nature of it and of yourself. And that's basically what um, real spirituality is all about. It's, about. it's about you doing the right thing in your, in your spiritual growth, your spiritual path. And I think this woman is there to help me um, experience that. But... That being said, there's also lots of other spirits out there that will um, help you in other ways, answer some questions about their surroundings and so on and so forth. And I think that's what Richard Smith is doing now with those experiments. He's got, you know, probably several of them that are going to help him and um, you know, break on through because he's the right mindset and he is the right uh, spiritual, you know, wipage, I guess you could say. He's in, the right, <laughs> he's in the right place, the right frame of mind to be able to do it. Because, I don't know about you, Ron, but have you ever looked into the eyes of a spirit? Looked into the eyes of a spirit. I looked into Maureen's eyes. That's scary enough for me. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, 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 go back to what you were saying, though, Mike. Isn't this very similar to, to the big circle in, in the AAEVP where, where uh, Karen Marcy and uh, Martha and uh, the rest of them uh, connect with another group of spirits on the other side at, at, at a certain time, and they, they are fluent with them, basically? Right, but this is see, this is another thing. Um, I had read another book, um, EVP and New Dimensions by Alexander McCray, and he basically debunks the Spiritcom, you know, the original device with um, you know George Meek and Bill O'Neill, um, right. and he says that was just a big fake. Um, so the internet is loaded loaded with fakes. Of course, um, you know it's 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 a touchy EVPs are a touchy thing. Right. Uh, especially when we have transmitters and broadcasters and all kinds of electronic toys that can do lots of stuff. Right. And you know, you know how easy it is to fake um, you know, an EMF meter with a simple walkie-talkie. Right. So how, right. how easy is it to fake a lot of other stuff? You know, this, there's a thing with funding and getting money from big agencies that um, 
is very appealing to a lot of people, and they're willing to uh, do and say anything to get that care. So I'm not saying that they're not doing the good work. They probably are, and I, and I, I really hope that they are. And do I think it's possible? Absolutely, because there's other people that are doing that kind of work, too, and I think it takes a person to be able to do it. Right. Now, no. I, I know that uh, I was talking with Jim. Jim did a presentation at the My Dining with the Dead at the Wyndham last month, and he did it on EVPs. And he was talking to me about, or talking to the group about an experiment that they were doing where they have four people involved in this uh, uh, EVP thing where they have uh, one of them writes the questions, another one uh, I guess I forget how it goes now. Oh, but there's four people like from all different parts of the country, but each one is disassociated with the the other, so that like the uh, it's all like a, a blind experiment where they don't know who's saying what or whatever, but they they're actually getting answers to questions that were originally stated from the first person in this kind of circle thing. Yeah, I mean, there's um, yeah, I've I've actually had um. Hasn't happened too often, but sometimes it does happen that um, the answer is given before I ask the question. Right. That that's happened to me before. And, and the other thing is is also I believe in and uh, I think it's in Brazil. There's a a woman who's dealing with uh, the babble tape, where it's basically uh, she's created uh, a tape full of babble on it, and the spirits yep. actually. Go ahead. No, I'm saying yes. Yeah, I've heard of that. Um, okay. Usually it's a foreign language. I actually right. made one um, using an interview with um, Spooky Cell Coast Radio, and I just recorded them. And what I did was I just took the track and I sped it up and I reversed some of it and mm -hmm. um, just made it sound real gibberish, you know. But through that, um, I could hear um, human voice come out of it in a structured sentence, so I couldn't use it. This wow. bizarre thing. Human language is a, is a bizarre thing. You, you know, you can speed it up, slow it down, and you're going to find, uh, you know, intelligible words come out of it. It's a very strange thing. I don't, I don't know why it, that is. You wouldn't think it would happen, but it does. Right. Now, one of the things that Richard Smith, is, uh, in the link he sent me, was talking about was they are using synthesized phonemes. <laughs> Say, help me, yeah. Mike. Phonemes? Yeah. Yeah, uh, phonemes. Yeah, it's. I think it's basically the sounds that make up the human speech. Make up words. Yes, that's right. Yep. Vowel consonants, sounds. Yeah. That's yep. what and they're then, using in this experiment. Yeah, I, I, there's actually and, been work on that before, Ann. Yeah, but you that's they're reaching this particular spirit. His name is, I guess, his name is Julius, and they're trying to. Um, Julius will actually complain if they're not consistent in using the method that they've used before. So, Which is what, you know, recorders? Um, no, if, if they had um, like a, a recording session that did not go well, yeah. um, he would complain that, well, you weren't consistent in the method that you were using before. Now, whether Maybe. that was the, the synthesized, whatever they are, um, yeah. or not, I'm not exactly certain, but... Um, that's really crazy, and, and they're trying to have people in other states communicate with the same spirit using the same method, but from yeah. different locations. That, that really shouldn't be a problem, since uh, we know that spirits can do that. Mm -hmm. Well, oh. it's an interesting experiment, and he's, and he's willing to take up to six months 
mm-hmm. to try to prove it out. You know, mm-hmm. that's right. pretty cool stuff. Yeah, it, I, it's really incredible. I don't know. It's incredibly interesting to me, and I think um, and the site that Mike directed me to was the World ITC site. I mean, it's all similar kind of things. The, the ITC yep. is that's the new site for the AEVP, right? Yeah, it's inter inter trans communication. It's the the use of all kinds of different devices, anything right. um, electronic that you can use to pick up uh, devices, you know, voices and uh, visuals from the spirit world. You can you can use and you. It's a, that's actually a worldwide organization. It's very very big, but there's, okay. you know there's a lot of people doing a lot of cool stuff out there. It, the internet's good for that. You can research these groups and people, and it's you know finding all these kind of. Uh, Things that are uh, very similar to the things that I'm finding, so it's, it seems to be like some kind of universal knowledge. It's kind of neat. But, but the only thing is, is, is like you said before, that it is the internet, and we know that the internet is not very accurate as far as some of the results and so forth. So, I mean, it, it, it's difficult to. I mean, we really need some place where work can be published in. Uh, you know. I have no idea. Because I just got a, oop, I'm getting a beep on my line, too, and your phone went off at the same time. Really? That's pretty bizarre. It's probably the school system, man. Oh, God, (laughs) don't even. No, we're in different towns. It's Ron's phone. It's not me. It's not your phone? No, I'm I'm not on the phone. It's your phone? Mine is ringing. Oh, crap. It better not be the school's. Anyway, <laughs> Mike and I live in the same town, everybody, okay? So <laughs> that means school might be canceled. Yay. Possibly. Anyway. The Internet is good stuff. I mean, you know, is there one site? They're, they're, I don't know if there really can be. Um, you know, there's, there's lots of sites that have joint efforts by a lot of different researchers. Um, you know, the ITC site's very interesting. It's kind of neat to... Uh, to go through there and study it, you get names, you get you know people that have written books. You can order books, start reading up on it. The research is absolutely tremendous when you start getting into the field. You know, it's um, it's just it's just like a life, it's a lifelong study, that's for sure. Wow, it's amazing, Mike. You need to give us um, your book too, as well, and how right because get we it. actually have to wrap things up right now. So, uh, yeah. Uh, my book is um, EVP, Electronic Voice Phenomenon, Massachusetts Ghostly Voices. Uh, you can find it on Amazon, Borders, Barnes & Noble. Uh, it's in the uh, the local section of Barnes & Noble and Borders because it has Massachusetts in the title, so they, they put it over there. Uh-huh. In the, in the local. That's Very not a good, good idea. That should yeah, be with the paranormal it, stuff. And it, and it, also, it also has a, uh, a, uh, a disc with it. Or, that's right. Yeah, it's got a CD of it, and it's it's a good it's a good book to uh, to study EVPs with because there's everything from uh, you know Class A EVPs all the way down the list where it's going to challenge you to even hear it. But um, that's the nature of EVP, so that's what the book represents. You know, it's, uh, it's got a lot of good recordings in there. Well, um, Mike, we, we want to thank you so much for being on the show and uh, all interesting stuff. Yes, thank you so much. And uh, you know, keep in touch and let us let us know what's happening with you as well. So, absolutely, sure will. All right, Mike. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much, guys. Good night. Thanks, Mike. Night. Well, that was Mike Markowitz. Markowitz. Whatever. (laughs) Markowitz. Yeah, you say it. That's Mike. (laughs) 
All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anyways, uh, that he's always a cool guy to listen. To, always got his theories and oh uh, yeah, yeah, which is yeah. great. That's what it's, it's all about. But anyways, one thing I did want to mention uh, for those who did not tune in to Ghost Chronicles uh, International yesterday, you missed a, a great. Uh, experiment that we did. We did a live video feed, which was totally awesome. Oh, Richard right. was Richard was in uh, uh, Dobby Jail, and we had the video feed in, and it was good. It was really great. We had a lot of people tuning in. It was a lot of people uh, that tuned into the uh, video feed, and it, it was awesome. It was they they um, did an experiment with a table, uh, made contact with a, uh, a jail, and the table kind of moved around and stuff, which actually chased uh, Richard wow. around, which was kind of fun. <laughs> and, yeah, the whole thing worked out really good, and that's something that uh, we'll be looking into doing more of. And uh, unfortunately, the, the video on this is not archived, so if you didn't see it, you missed it. But you, but you can hear the show. So, anyways... Okay. We'll have to listen to it. I'll have to listen to it. So time to wrap it up? It is. That was a great show. It was really interesting. Yeah. So if you didn't get your Zodiac sign, go to a Chinese restaurant, check it out yourself. (laughs) At a Chinese restaurant near you. There you go. Thanks for listening, everybody. Good night and God bless everyone. Bye-bye. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-legged beasties, and things that go bump in the night.